Let's get up close and personal. If y'all hear me breathing <laughs> too heavy on here, it's because I'm fit. <laughs> oh, I needed that laugh. Okay, let's get to it. Hey, welcome back to another episode of I Am Erica. I have a headache. I just got off of a Zoom with my pastor's wife. And I'm going to stop calling him my pastor with the pastor's wife. <laughs> and I'm glad I got on there. You know, she spoke about, I'm going to explain to you what happened, okay? But uh, she said how um, she wanted to know why I was upset. And then she also said she wanted to address the fact that I should have... Um, step aside or chose another time on the side to address my issues with pa with with the pastor <clears throat> and it wasn't that I had an issue I mean I always have issues with the pastor for sure because there's a lot of things that he mm -mm, I can't follow anyone who is secretive and then tells me I can't speak. Mm -mm. Try to hush-hush me. No, you remind me of my abusive ex. Very controlling, very weird. So anyways, you guys like, but why are you there? Well, I'm probably not going to be there much longer. So anyways, um, she just said, like, it could have been, you know, to the side. So there wasn't an issue necessarily at that moment, I addressed that you should not. It's very t um what tasteless to tell someone new to your congregation, your ministry, whatever it is, which I am not a part of. I'm part of the ministry of God. So I don't believe in individual church homes and stuff like that. Mm -mm. No, I have a home, my home, my body. Um, So... I address that it is very tasteless to tell someone that you're baptized wrong, that your baptism didn't count <laughs> because he believes that you have to be baptized in the name of Jesus, which is very clear in the Bible. Yes, it does say the name of Jesus, but then it also says in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus' name, when they were saying that, when they were Back in the day when they were baptizing in Jesus' name. See, we speak English. And in America, usually if you have a name, we don't change your name. We keep your name how it is. We may misspell it. We may say your name weird, a little funny, whatever, by accident or on purpose. But your name is your name. So Jesus' name, when they were baptizing people in Jesus' name, they were saying Yeshua. They were not saying Jesus. So I'm not understanding what the difference is. Okay, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's asking for a name, yes. But we can still assume that we know who that is. Some people believe it's three separate entities. God is all three. Jesus is the manifestation. Yeshua, excuse me, I apologize, Lord. Yeshua is the manifestation of God because his Holy Spirit is what impregnated Mary. 
Yeah, anyways, a lot of people are going to debate this stuff, but hey, I don't really care. I know my truth and it is what it is. So let me get back to what I was saying. <clears throat> what is life without my clearing my throat and my coughing and stuff, right? Anyways, so I just had a problem with him. As soon as this woman shows up and everything starts, I was apparently late. Yes, I was. I was late. I'm always late sometimes. I was late to the zone. And so they had a good 10, 11 minutes maybe or so to talk to her about that without me on there. I mean, she had her friend who invited her on. So it was just them, you know, so it was personal enough. But you didn't have to wait for me to get on there and then tell her you were baptized wrong. Like, I'm just paraphrasing because that's basically what he said. He said that she should get baptized today or when she can by him in the name of Jesus. Does it really count if you're saying Jesus when his name is Yeshua? And then... I believe I read that Joshua and Jesus, um, I'm going to have to look this up, y'all. I'm going to come back to this. But I want y'all to look up Jesus' correct pronunciation of his name or, um, like, go straight from the Hebrew text. Like, I feel like he should be referred to for what his name was, and it was Yeshua, period, point blank, period. No one's running around calling me um, Bambi. And my name's Erica. You're not about to jack my name up, you know, for your personal pleasure or whatever. See, the Catholic Church changed it all up back then. My phone loud, y'all, excuse me. But all that stuff was changed up. You know, <clears throat> that's why King James, y'all should read the book called In the Beginning as well. It's very boring but very informational. <laughs> but um, King James was bothered by the bishop's Bible. So he knew that something wasn't right, that it was too, um, it had too many opinions that wasn't of God. So he went and hired scholars and stuff like that to go out and get the exact text to dissect it very well. And he put it all in there. So that's why it's one of the greatest Bibles of all times. You know what I'm saying? Of all time. So look into that. It's very interesting. But back to the Zoom. So I went off, y'all, in a sense. After he, you know, I spoke, I basically told him, like, you shouldn't do that. It's not right. And then I went and said that um, I had another issue with him. Oh, that me, um, we were talking about the talents. Um, it's Matthew chapter 25. Read it. But uh, we were talking about the gifts or whatever, the talents that was given to these uh, three individuals. And there was one that was given just one talent, which is like these gifts um, that God gave you. And it's all metaphor. So, <clears throat> but there was only, there was one with just one. And the pastor basically was saying, if you don't use your talent, you bury it. He's going to, that God is going to be like, I didn't, I don't know you. Like basically you're going to hell. That's what he's saying. Basically, you're going to hell. And I felt like that's not a, a that's another way that is very disrespectful. So that's not how you encourage people in the ministry. We're not just going to go to hell or anything like that. You can't just say it that way. It may not be what you meant, but you can't just say it that way because there are people who hear stuff straight and they take it straight. 
So the man it was the the man that would be an example of God was taking a long journey. So this guy that had the one talent, he had that talent for that long journey that the uh, master was gone. So the man chose to hide the talent and not use it, his gift. He chose to do that for that long time, all because he was afraid. So meaning when you're afraid, you're in fear. And God does say that he is he does not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and something else. I want to say truth, but we'll see. I'm not sure. A sound mind, I think it was. So anyways, um, so any, I'm sorry. So I just basically said, that's not it either. This man, he chose to hold on to that. See, we're covered by grace now. And if we have a talent that God given us and we didn't use it for that moment, that's, you know, you just didn't use it for that moment. It it must not have been time for you to use it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you may have felt that it was an opportunity and it probably was an opportunity, but we choose. He gave us free will to choose the path that we're going to go to get to heaven. And if we chose the rough, bumpy patch road, then that's the road we chose. But we're still going to get there because, remember, the Bible says everything is predestined. So you cannot argue with that. If you argue with that the Bible is about the predestination of the Bible, how can you say that that person isn't going to go to heaven? If you are making your calling and your election sure, and you're making sure you're doing everything that God wants you to do, and you have a little bitty bumps in the road, but you you for sure are doing what God wants you to do, and you're changing, you know, for the better, for the Lord, you're doing everything in your possible will, or even, you know, you, everything that, you're poss- that you possibly can do, period. If you're doing that, then I'm not understanding why you're, fighting the predestination part so anyways i'm just saying he should have just made it very clear that it is a long journey so it, but then again your journey may end early but that ain't what this this uh chapter was talking about no the chapter was talking about that you had this super long journey because the dude was gone for so long and you still ain't do nothing but dude already the first one flipped the pack for five you know what i'm saying he done took that pack and he flipped it five times you know and then the other one flipped it two times you know so they out there doing something and you ain't flipping nothing bro he done gave you the pack and you ain't did nothing with it <laughs> only some people know what i'm talking about but you get what i'm saying like that right there that's when god is frustrated at the end and he's saying I don't like I'm done with you basically. I don't know you. You're none of mine. You know, like you going to hell. Bye. You didn't do as I said. You didn't do it. You you didn't do what was expected. You know, these are metaphors that Jesus speak about. He's using examples. So I just wanted it to be used for what it was. Like if you're going to say that you're going to hell, please verify and clarify that it's during the long journey, not if you could die the next day. You know, nah, don't say that because that ain't the case in this situation. This metaphor, Jesus didn't use it for that. You know, so that's where that that little argument started, actually. And then I brought up the baptism. And then this is where I was out of order, y'all. <laughs> I can definitely 100% admit that I was wrong for this one, but not necessarily. It had, look. 
it was predestined to happen. And it made something shake. Let me tell you. So I said, and another thing, because remember in my a few previous podcasts, even in one of my blog posts, I wrote about how my pastor hushed me up. I had gave my testimony and it included personal matters. Of course, our testimonies are personal. He uh, he called me after the Bible study, maybe around eight, I think. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to run through and look for it. But he called me and said, uh, you know, try try not to tell anything personal. You know, I, I don't want my wife knowing this stuff. You know, she's new to the uh, ministry and I don't want her to know the stuff. And I'm like, he just talking, right? And I ain't heard nothing else after that because I was zoned all the way out. I felt like I was a vape victim at that point. I felt like I was a young child and a disgusting man was telling me, don't tell your mama. You know, that made me feel sick. And I got dizzy and lightheaded. I did not like it. And I felt there go the devil in the ministry. That's exactly how I felt. And that's exactly who he was in the ministry. And that's why I left. Like I would, like I said, I was never a member. I would, When I say I leave, y'all, I ain't just, oh, I quit this ministry. No, meaning I just separated myself for a little while until things cooled down. You know what I'm saying? That's all I did until he started to change, you know, because that's the only place I can find truth. But, you know, what? let's be honest. I'm not necessarily looking. And then. When you think about it, why do I need a place? You look, the Lord talking to me right now. Why do I need a place for truth when truth is within me? That's silly, ain't it? Out here searching for something that's been right here the whole time. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, thank you, Yeshua. Look, I got to get out of that habit, huh? Honestly, it probably don't even matter how we say his name. He okay with us calling him Jesus because when I say Jesus, it still work, Okay. He all right with it. You know, one of the excuses he tried to say was when I brought up the whole baptism thing, he said, well, it's like uh, the Hispanic people. They say his name different. And in another country that with a different language say his name different. Yeah, but we speak English. And even in another country, they still will pronounce your name the same way it's supposed to be. At least they will try. No one's changing anyone's name. Okay. So let's just make that very clear. If I was to go to another country, to China, and, you know, we probably shouldn't even talk about China. <laughs> if I was to go over to the Philippines and say, hi, my name is Erica. And they will respond, hi, Erica, or Erica. They have an accent, so it's going to sound funny. But they're still saying Erica, okay? So it's like, it doesn't matter. But I still would like to respect the Lord and say Yeshua. Definitely. He brought that up to me in the first place, and I should have stuck with it. And, you know, but God always come full full circle. Y'all, I'm feeling a little gassy a little bit. <clears throat> Acid reflux acting up, I think. Ooh, that's why my voice sound funny. Yeah. Anyways, so she called me to talk about this stuff, and I made it very clear to her about what happened. I told her about how... um. I was waiting for a text message from the pastor <clears throat> saying I was kicked out <laughs> of his ministry, his Zooms, that I was kicked out. 
I was waiting for it. Yeah, I'm always getting kicked out of something for being honest. It's crazy. When you honest, they won't boop, kick you out. <laughs> so um I was waiting. Guess what? I got a text message, but it was uh let me read this text message. What this text message say, y'all? Let me let me be unprofessional. This ain't even a professional uh setting. We we out here real. We real out here. The text said, um, my wife would like to have a Zoom meeting with you this evening. What time is good for you? I saw the message and it took me a minute and then I had to let them him know like I ain't sure. I said, not sure yet. I just got done and about to eat. I will text when I'm done. I might be done about 830. But if I finish with my family early, I will text you. Or she can have my number and call me or text and we can set something up. He responds back a minute later and he says, she can do Zoom. Yeah, that's creepy. He didn't say nothing about no. He he ignored my message for real, for real. He just, he could have said, okay, I'll see what she say. I'll see if she'll take your number. But I could definitely give her your number since, you know, you offered it, you know. Like, why he didn't say that? Why he just messaged with no period on nothing? She can Zoom. Ooh, controlling and creepy. You know I got them vibes, y'all. And God gonna give it to me right. And I'm telling you, I put, I could put money on it, y'all. I could, look, I look, I got my feet down on the foundation that God has given me. And I 100% for sure guarantee you that he was being controlling. Because she didn't know nothing about these conversations, these text messages. So because I knew what he was doing, I was bothered for about an hour about it. I hadn't texted back yet. So then I said, okay. I'm very much bothered, so I need to be slick, very sly with this text message because I'm trying to get the T, okay? I'm trying to see where he at mentally, so I'm sure. This is where I had to verify my findings, you know, of that he's being controlling. I text and I said, is there a reason she can't call me? If she is uncomfortable, I can just not cause her any more trouble and no longer attend the Zooms. I'm not a confrontational person. I was just speaking my truth. I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. That's weird because I haven't done anything to her. Hopefully one day we can have a conversation if it's according to God's will. She was super nice, so I'm very shocked. And then I said, uh, this was two minutes later. I said, I'm watching a movie with my family and it's half done. It's an hour left. So if she's if, ugh, if she is up, I can zoom. I was frustrated with that second message at that point because it built up my my flesh is like, oh, he is so annoying because I know it. And I go through this thing with my husband, too, where my husband, he know he wrong. He know he being negative in his heart. And when I call him out for it, because God put this stuff on me, y'all. When I call him out for it, he'll try to argue with me and be, he be dead ass. He be dead ass trying to like defend his position. And then moments later, give in and just be and be just super honest finally because he's tired. He ain't got no more lies left. And he finally giving and be like, yes, I was mad. I was, what he said the other day, he was mad because I was telling him what to do. First of all, all I did was tell you, I got that. Um, I had bought this counter thingy or whatever. It was in the car. It was filling up the whole back seat, but the, the legs of it was by the window, the back window. So if he slammed the brakes, he will send that leg going right through my glass window. And we would be very upset. We had to get a new window. 
So that's all I told him, like, just drive safe because I know how he is. He's one of them hating people that be like, you're not going to get past me. You know, even though nobody trying to race you and even if they was, like, why are you entertaining it? That's so childish. Oh, my gosh. But anyways, long story short, he was out of order and he admitted to it. So I thought that was very interesting. And this pastor is very much the same way. I don't know why people don't understand that the Lord is with me and he's given me the gift, the gift, the gift of discernment like I'm able to read people the spirit is letting me know that you're tripping like basically so anyways he responded to this message after I said um you know the reason is this is there a reason she can't call me blah 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 blah. right he never responded back until the yeah the two minutes later when I had so we sent it at the same time when I said I'm watching a movie he said are you able to do zoom for her question mark what does I said what the, what the hell do that mean? The fuck you mean for her? You ready to do Zoom? First of all, why are you not even reading my messages? Why are you not? He did read it. But why are you not saying, responding to what I'm saying? Why didn't he just say, no, she has no problem with you. It's not like that. You know, because I didn't, I did assume for a moment, like I had to say to myself, I know he's controlling the situation. She don't know nothing. This is something that I know. But then my flesh was like, but what if she don't like me? You know, I went into that weak stuff, right? So then I just text back now because I'm mad at this point. And I just want to cuss his ass out. And I just don't never want to entertain his ministry or whatever you want to call it. You know, I just want him to be done with him. So then he texted back and said, okay, she'll be up when you're done. I said, I can now. I already stepped away. This is the only time now. And he said, okay. And when I talked to her, she ain't had no, look. Yeah, I recorded the conversation because what you're not going to do is play me. I'm one of them people, them victims that always be like, she lying. Like, he he trying to do now. He extra, bro. He's so extra. He's so extra that his past his wife who passed away, may God bless her So I love her. I love her. I love her. But his previous wife, y'all, I call her the mistress, okay? Let's just keep it real. The mistress, which I had no knowledge of any of this stuff, she comes to my job, and she tells me that he was texting her or calling her uh, late around 10, something at night, making her uncomfortable and all this stuff, right? Y'all, I wasn't the only one there. My boss and my coworkers was listening to the tea too. And I'm like, I don't really want to hear this. I was very much uncomfortable. So it was bothering me. So instantly I had to go tell him because I was going to see him anyway that Sunday. So when I went over their house, because his ministry was in his house, when I went over their house, I addressed it with him outside. But but I really wanted to tell my girl, I because that's my girl. You know, I wanted to tell her because my loyalty is to her. But I said, maybe I'm just, you know, I don't know. I should probably give him the benefit of the doubt to do it himself. So I told him what was told to me. And what he do, go check the friend, I guess. And for some reason, you know, look, I'm sorry, black folk be, they, mm-mm, look drama I just can't both of them it was a hot mess one of them was lying either one I feel like it was him let's just be real oh girl was uncomfortable I mean she got the message just to prove everything so why are you calling her late on your or wherever you at I don't know what you're doing she said sometimes he'll call her on his breaks 
when he was at work and all that stuff and his wife had no knowledge of any of these things she told me so many personal things that was horrible and she actually I put all of them on three-way because what you're not gonna do is tell me uh, I'm lying so he was trying to uh, portray me as the liar and the one making all this mess and causing all this drama and this gossip first of all y'all old as hell y'all old as hell Y'all got 30-something years on me. What you talk? Y'all had all this drama before I was born. Why are you, and, and, and after, and so on, because you're messy like that. So why are you trying to blame me? You came to me with this. So anyways, <clears throat> all that had to come to light. But it ended up being where he ended up telling me, you're not allowed to be in the ministry anymore. He don't like when I um check him on things he ain't supposed to do. The last time he kicked me out the ministry was when he, um, it was the last time I actually spoke to his wife. Uh, she used to leave me voicemails after that and stuff like that, but I still have them. Anyways, he went and got mad at me because he tried to say, talk about how, um, women should dress in the church. So he put out there about how women weren't leggings <clears throat> and I understand it. I ain't mad at it. But don't bring it up because you have, you lusting. Talk to your wife about that. But I very much, I wear leggings. And I do wear sweaters and stuff to cover my bottom, you know, area. But even when I wear a dress over it, you still see my shape. What do you want me to do? Wear a big bubble coat? Where I look like a, shoot, I can't look like a snowman because the snowman curvy. You might get excited about the snowman. You know, you want me to look like a box woman to come in in a box? I can come in in a box. You like that box shape, y'all don't know what to do. After that, I don't know what to tell you. So anyways, he brought that up and um, he started talking about how women dress. And I had brought up <clears throat> how he made one of my friends uncomfortable because there's nothing she could do. What you want her to get in a box? She's shaped like Nicki Minaj, y'all. And that's natural. It's not the fake stuff. She's naturally shaped that way. So I just brought that up like it's a certain way to talk to people, which is the same conversation we had today. That's crazy. He got upset. <clears throat> so anyways, then he went into trying to disrespect other religions like her sons at the time. And they probably still are. They were Muslim and they had different beliefs from the Christian people. So he tried to like disrespect their their church you know try to disrespect what they believe you don't have to do all that let them believe what they want to believe if they're combating with you walk away from it just let them do them like why are you bothering them you can't stop her from being around her sons all because they have a certain belief in and what god they believe in like that's nonsense so i had to check him on that because you don't do that yeah let's just be real he was keeping his wife in this little bubble and just treating her like mess she would call me all the time or whenever I would go over there I would have to talk to her and you know and give her encouragement she was feeling so lonely and down it was just sad and it hurt me because she was like a mother you know so it was very I would be upset if someone was doing that to my mom so you know I'm starting to wonder why I'm still even entertaining dude but you know what God already I think God has made his decision and and not, I should know what to do by the end of tonight. But my experience with this man has been a rocky roller coaster of mess. And I'm tired. I'm not doing it no more. His new wife, she is a light. I love her. I think she's so sweet. She got the best. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. 
excuse me, I had to cut that part out because I just almost said her name on here. <laughs> Y'all, excuse me for that. I don't, I don't say people's names. That's crazy. Okay, anyways, at the end of the day, this was very traumatizing for me, but it was definitely all meant to be. It's all predestined. I thank God right now for using me and allowing me to give me a and giving me a voice. And the woman that is new to the ministry, she's only been there twice, and today was her second day. This, this she verified. God had her verify for me. That what I'm doing with my podcast, what I'm doing with my life, period, the fact that I'm opening up and I'm speaking, I am speaking, I'm opening my voice to the world and not allowing anyone to shut me up anymore. I'm not allowing anyone to intimidate me either. The Lord used this woman because at the end of everything, she asked if she could say something. He, of course, ain't say nothing. She just spoke. And she said... Erica, you're shaking and, you know, sweating your hands and stuff because this is something new. You're doing something new. Like, basically, I'm opening up to in in that moment because I've never spoke out like that. Oh, excuse me. With, um, you know, and I have never held back so strongly and spoke out like that before. So she said, you feel like that because it's something new? And she said, and I want to tell you, do what the spirit tells you to do. Follow the spirit, you know, listen to God. Bro, when she said that, I said, oh, thank you, Lord. You know, like the Lord came through with the acknowledgement of my prayers and just letting me know that, boo thing, you doing what I told you to do. Keep doing what I said to do. You're going to be all right. You know, I have the utmost respect for God, like definitely 100%, but I'm not a respecter of man. Period. Okay. I'm not about to respect you if you're not respecting God. And if you allow yourself to keep things in your closet, that's what that pastor would say. He would say, I got stuff in my closet and nobody need to see it. Well, why are you a pastor? Why are you a pastor? Who are you helping? You got to pull your stuff out your closet so people can see who you really are. Because when you really show who you really are, that's when you're going to attract the ones that were like you. And they're going to be like, wow, how did you get like this now? How do you have so much calm and peace? You know, being with God is not the easiest thing in the world, but it is the easiest thing in the world. It's like, do you want to choose trouble and stress? Or do you want to be in a world where there is, tr- like, you're, you're you're choosing trouble and stress in a world that is trouble and stress, right? But don't you want to choose to have peace in the midst of all that trouble and stress? That's what it's like to follow God. He's going to give you that peace that you need while you're in all that mess. The world is a crazy place. It's a hot mess. So I just had to come on here tonight at 9 p.m.-ish. It's now 9.26. I had to bust in here quickly because I have a headache, you guys. And I'm ready to lay it down, lay it down. You know, that's my song. You hoes lay it down, lay it down. That's my song. <clears throat> but anyways, I'm ready to go lay down and chill. And y'all, I'm going to update y'all. I don't know if I'm going to attend another meeting. She did want to do a separate uh, Zoom with me and her husband. Um, because she feel like she don't want me to stop coming, but at the same time, she want me to be comfortable. So she wanted to know if I wanted to have another, you know, if it was okay to meet all three, I will meet with him and talk to him. And I'm like, 
um, the spirit ain't letting me feel that right now. So I'm very much uncomfortable around him. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe at all. She was like, well, if I was there, would you feel better? I said, yeah, I think that would be better. Yeah, I would rather have a party that seems like a safe zone for me. You know, and what was funny, I know she was lying to me. And that's why I'm kind of like, I think I am done with this ministry of whatever you want to call it. I'm very much done because she kept saying that he wasn't there and she was by herself. No, he was there. I know he was because she kept looking at him. Like, she kept looking at him. He may not have been literally in front of her, but he was in that chair. So this is what's so funny to me because when we're on our Zooms and she sits in a chair by herself, um, in another way, he would look over there, and that's exactly where she looked. So they thought they were slick. But anyways, peace out, y'all. I'm out of here. They thought they were slick. They thought they was going to fool the Lord. But that's crazy. You're going to lie. But you, a godly person, come on now. Let's stop lying. Like, I'm even working on my little jokes, my little white lies and stuff. If I'm messing with my husband or some or my kids, you know, I'm working on that too. Cause a lie is a lie. You know, we shouldn't, ooh, we shouldn't find joy in lying. So anyways, I'm out of here. Bye.